Everybody, welcome to the Uninformed Banker. My name's Gerald, and today we have Aaron from Drunkenomical, one of my favorite podcasts. Drunkenomics. Sorry uh, to cut you off, uh, but uh, Drunkenomics. He's right. He's right. <laughs> no worries. Drunkenomical is uh, what I want you to be, but Drunkenomics is the name of the podcast. So, well, I've been Drunkenomical tonight, so nice. I apologize for that. Good on you. Sorry to just trip up your. <laughs> no, you were like right. That, but, I definitely uh, messed that one up. <laughs> you're all good, my man. So. Yeah, but anyways, it's good to be here, man. I, uh, I I appreciate you reaching out to me on Instagram and you know being interactive with us on social media. And uh, to all your listeners out there, I'm sorry for all the background noise from my microphone because I am sitting outside enjoying a nice cigar because Gerald has extended that courtesy to me and I'm taking full advantage of it. So thank you. Well, thank you for being on. <laughs> oh, I mean, and thank you for answering me because... Every time I'm on it, I interact with you more on Instagram than I use Instagram, which is probably not good. I'm trying to get better at social media. It's really, yeah, you it's and me not both. my I'm thing. Terrible. I, I, yeah, I'm terrible. I just, I do what I can, but I, I know I suck. So I got my first, um, I think it's like a, my first, uh, not audit, um, my first where they like block it and they go, it was a fact check off of a quote with oh, a picture seriously? on it. Yeah. And I, like, I put the artist of the quote and they were like there's no proof that this artist did this and i'm like but it was i didn't do this it was an artist well, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I i don't know i i don't know what my feelings are on that kind of stuff i mean if you like if you misquote someone like what's the i mean i understand there, it could be it could be and i mm -hmm. say that with a lot of emphasis on the could yeah it could be libelous um and you know we want you don't want that on mm -hmm. your hands but i mean it was some Russian uh, from like the 1700s. So I didn't, I, yeah, I get so that. I don't know. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to come back from the dead and sue you for libel, but yeah. <laughs> whatever. I, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow, I got my first fact check. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I think it's a badge of honor. I mean, uh, I don't that's know. How I took it. I was like, you know, only been, it's like my third uh, Instagram post. And uh, there we yeah, go. Well, well, considering all the fake things that are said and posted on Instagram, you're and, and you know that has been gotten away with. If you you got caught, oh, well. which is a badge of honor. Oh well, it is what it is. No, but I yeah. want to talk to you about uh, basically the market because I mean I was listening to a little bit of your last episode this morning. Unfortunately, I got cut off because no. I had a meeting about it being overvalued. Yeah. So. And yeah, I, I don't know even how to um, go into that because it's well, I'm both approaching it with trepidation and a uh, little bit of like, well, it's well, the market's going to do what it's going to do. So I'm not going to not take is. advantage. But yeah, right. So uh, this is the thing is I, I think there's so many factors as to why this this stock market is overvalued. And, it, and to me, there's so many reasons. But I think ultimately what it comes down to is there there was more money and i said this in my episode too but there was more money that went into the stock market right the sp500 even penny stocks options etfs mutual funds all those things there was more money that entered in all those securities than you know, excuse me in the last 15 months than the last 12 years before that um and not to mention the last 12 years before that what happened to the sp500 what well, was coming out of 2008 so you know 12 years before 2020, um, we had this massive run to the upside. If you bought in 12 years, uh, I guess at this rate, 13 years ago, you'd be doing just fine. Like you would have made plenty of return on, on your investment in the SP 500. Um, but if you bought in 15 months ago, you would have done the same thing. Like the amount of return you would have re 
you would have received your investment if you bought it in 15 months ago versus uh, back in 2008 would have been similar if you just bought like a regular S&P 500 index fund. Um, and that's to me why, uh, why the market is super, you know, quote unquote overvalued. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why PE ratios are all time highs because mm-hmm. when there's more money in that certain thing, that certain thing will become more expensive. If there's more money in corn, corn's going to be expensive. There's more money in lumber, lumber's going to be. So mm-hmm. that's essentially what it is. Insane demands, insane volumes. I mean, these historic volumes, it, it, mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, and that's why I think the markets are behaving the way they are. Unfortunately, like for anyone that's worried out there, because I will admit I'm a little bit worried, but I'm also in, of the mind of like, well, I'm worried, but mm-hmm. what do I do? Do I say, oh, I'm not going to be in it and just say no to these deals in some areas? And, you know, I'm not going to be not involved because oh, I mean, I mean, people were worried about inflation in what, 1979 and the people who hedged against it actually lost. Well, and, and- yeah, and I hear you. And this is the thing about inflation is there's two real ways to behave against inflationary pressures. Mm-hmm. One, buy stocks. Why would you buy stocks when we're facing inflationary pressures? Well, because you have extra cash. What else are you going to do with that cash? You don't want it to inflate. Hedge against the inflation by buying a security. It goes up. Hopefully, the return on investment is greater than uh, the loss you would have experienced um, had you just sat there in cash because of the loss of buying power due to inflation. I don't know if that makes sense. You might have to listen to that. But um, No, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first reaction. And the second reaction is, well, whatever stocks you have, you need to sell it because that loaf of bread costs more. You can't pay for that in Apple stock. So that is true. You got to sell Apple. And Although you can buy some stuff with Bitcoin. I've heard. You, you can buy. I mean, you, you, you can. You can. You can buy Oakland A's tickets, but you can't, you know. And some places are starting to let you go into their stores and buy, you know, a, a trench coat with Bitcoin. But, uh, but for the most part, I mean, last time I checked, yeah, you uh, can at my at my local pub, I you know my Irish whiskey I couldn't pay for in Dogecoin or Bitcoin. So that's true. they should take Doge. <laughs> yeah, that's the most reliable one, right? <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> I could de- I could definitely see like in the history books somehow Doge remaining and they'd be like yeah in the 2010s or the 2020s they yeah they invested in this joke coin about a dog and it ended up winning out and that's like (laughs) no yeah so you know i don't know that's my view on the markets do you want to avoid the markets because it's quote-unquote overvalued absolutely not i think there's plenty of opportunities and undervalued names I think there's plenty of opportunity and undervalued names. And, mm-hmm. um, and at the same time, you know, anymore, what happens when there are inflationary pressure um, or not even inflationary pressures, but what happens when people are scared of this overvaluation? They're not necessarily selling their stocks and cashing out. What they're doing is they're rotating from high PE names like the techie, the tech names like mm-hmm. Google's and the Tesla's of this world. Yep. Uh, and they're rotating into, you know, lower PE names like, like Kellogg's and, and Kroger and Campbell's soup and Walmart, right. McDonald's, all, all those yep. low beta, low PE names. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's essentially what we're seeing in markets or well, at least what I've been seeing. It's funny you say that because I actually just got out of um, basically a healthcare ETF because it had been, lagging basically the market the last, I don't know, year plus. 
And I finally yeah. made my like 25% or whatever, but it was so far behind. I went, you know, I want to keep like, I, I wrote it on the wall. I have a wall here. And um, mm-hmm. I went, I want to keep you on deck for when October comes because there's an area like biotech for the last four out of five um, years goes down come sometime in September. Now this isn't for everyone. And I should definitely say this. Uh-huh. None of this is financial advice. My yeah, having a cigar channel here. is called yeah. the uninformed banker uninformed. So to anyone else, formerly uninformed. Yes. Like, like I don't know what I'm talking about. This is not financial advice. Do not take it like that. This is comedy. Yeah. This is just entertainment. Yeah. Take it so. at that. But biotech has done very well right up until like the middle of September or the first week of September. And I'm thinking I'm going to rotate out of that. Huh? Uh, oh, sorry to cut you off. Are you saying year over year, every around this time, September, yes. October, every year, to... except for um, COVID, which kind of makes sense well, when everyone's well, like, oh, biotech, they're going to make some drug that's going to fix. And a lot of people rotated into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so obviously it didn't have to touch any support levels. It just kept going up. Yeah. yeah. It just kept breaking through. Yeah. Um, no, that makes total sense. I mean, my thing with biotech or, or any sort of like healthcare. Mm-hmm. like all the healthcare names was like i think the last like since covid started really like everyone has been kind of arguing like is is healthcare te- uh is healthcare a uh is it a value name or is it a growth name like, or, like not kind of a growth. name but it, like is it a value sector or is it a growth sector um well i mean it's not a value sector it's definitely not value either i mean i don't know what the i think it's more just defensive because like the way mine was broken down was like Biotech and healthcare are different. And then you have like uh, medical devices such as Medtronic, et cetera. Like that's an entirely different, different. And then you have healthcare staples, which is actually, I think could be growth. So what are some names in healthcare staples? Like they would uh, be like Medtronic, um, 3M. um, uh, I can't think of any others. But the problem, the problem with a lot of these names is like, they're very, and when I say expensive stocks, I mean, yeah, they the are stock, $200 share, a share. Yeah, The share prices are expensive. Yes. But the PE ratios are insanely high too. Mm-hmm. So that kind of disqualifies it as a, as a value name technically. Right. Yeah. Um, and you're not getting the value at a $200, sh- uh, $200 a share. Well, yeah. And you're just not getting value out of, out of, you know, 30 PE. Right. I mean, technically yeah. it's like Warren Buffett would be like, what is going on this? Like, Cause Warren Buffett's the value guy. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, he like, you know, if he sees a 30 PE, I mean, it's like, your he's not looking at it anymore. He's like, well, I'm out. Yeah. Well, yeah. The terminal, well, either that or the terminal value just has to be fantastic. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Sorry, that's my same, I know you're good. And at the same time, it's like, it's, is it a growth name? I mean, they've seen so much growth already. It's like, how can it really be a growth name? How much more can these names actually grow? Um, but then again, you know, that's what we saw with Apple. Is you know, is Apple a growth name or a value name? And we've been debating that for the last two years, right? And in the two years, they added over a trillion dollars in market cap. So, like, you know, so what? Like, how, one, how much more can Apple grow? Um, but it's not a value name because it's got like a 35 PE or whatever PE it has. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that all comes down to like the individual investor. I mean, I think you're right. Like it comes yeah, down. What, yeah. It, what do you perceive as growth? What do yeah. you perceive as value? Like I got to admit, I was, when I texted you earlier about RM, granted mm-hmm. that I have a really good feeling about them because I had read through like 
the last three earnings and I saw their strategy, it had paid off. And I'm like, okay, I looked at other mm-hmm. banks and I'm like, all right, I see what's happening. They're a little bit behind the curve. Like they report later than all the other banks. Yeah. I, and I looked at them. I remember they're fundamentally, they're, they look great. So, mm-hmm. and, but if you notice their rev, their earnings per share and revenue did go down comparatively. Like if you uh-huh. look at their last couple of quarters, it did go down, but it was like, they still beat, I mean, 20 something percent on each, but last quarter right. it was 90 something. Mm-hmm. And so like, I can already see the music stopping playing there. And that's what's happening all across the banking sector, at least in the smaller banking, like ally. Well, yeah. Well, I, I think the, the banking sector, what I think, what I think really, I think what they're looking at is, you know, the, the household debt in America is already super high. I mean, it's like, like how high think, can it go? Yeah, it's it's super. And these banks, most of what they do is they capitalize on lending out money, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, like is, your loan growth. How how yeah, many? And yeah, and we saw this kind of in 2019 when banks couldn't loan money out. They just like in 2019, right before COVID, banks couldn't loan money out. Um, that's why we kind of had that reverse repo or the overnight repo rate crisis that lasted for like two seconds because COVID became the main thing that everyone talked about, but there was a repo rate, overnight repo rate crisis uh, back in 2019 because banks just had too much cash. They couldn't lend it out, but this cash was sitting on their books as a liability. So Hmm. they didn't want like, it's so they had too much cash. sounds like a good problem to have. Right. But if they're sitting as a liability, it's it's like sitting there, like, what can we do with this? But we have to, we got to get this off of our books. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, ultimately what they had to do was they had to, uh, I forget what, what exactly it was, but it was, uh, uh, um, they, they, uh, I forget what exactly they, they had to do, but like first, the first thing they did was like people that wanted to deposit money with these banks, they just said, don't deposit the money here. Go buy, go buy government bonds. <laughs> so, I, I, I remember what you're talking about. So, I, yeah. it, it took a while to get back in my head, but I remember you were talking about, right. they were like talking to companies and they were like, stop storing money with them. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, they're like, go buy government bonds. And that's why I think there was a, I mean, the yield curve inverted in 2019, or if, if nothing else, it flattened and it maybe inverted for like two seconds, but it did invert for a bit in 2019. They don't like you know to let I mean? it invert for too long, but I think they it did. The, the, well, and there's They've enough programs enough out there. Yeah, there's enough programs out there that can, you know, mm-hmm. help it not invert, yeah. right? So they can, yeah. So they can, I don't know, they can issue more bonds, right? They have a lot of tools do, at their disposal. Yeah, they can, they can just announce a bond auction and what happens when they mm-hmm. announce a bond auction. Now there's a, a quote unquote, a semi supply shock in that certain bond. Um, and it'll kind of, you know, shock the price of the bond for a little bit. And, and you know, as, as people are kind of like getting their feet underneath themselves, you know, 